0: This episode, we are calling on you to support the NAACP. The NAACP is the nation's foremost, largest, and most widely recognized civil rights organization. Right now, they're focused on highlighting the disproportionate impact of COVID 19 on the Black community and amplifying the consistent mistreatment of our communities. They've been doing so since long before there was a pandemic. In addition, the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund takes a front lines role in facing down over-policing, police brutality, racial bias, and the systemic inequalities that disproportionately affect African Americans. Donate toward the NAACP to support efforts to advocate for smarter, results-based criminal justice policies to keep our communities safe, including treatment for addiction and mental health problems, judicial discretion in sentencing, and an end to racial disparities at all levels of the system. Go visit NAACP.org to donate, and visit NAACPLDF.org to support the Legal Defense Fund.
1: Hey, y'all. Hey. hey. It's Cory and Judith know um, yeah we are here i mean wish we could say that's going to be a super fun episode but it's right. actually going to be uh the opposite because we are talking about everything that has been going on mm-hmm. with our people and it's been um, too much too much it's been too much. I mean, let's be honest. It's been going on for centuries. Yep. But uh, with this last incident with George Floyd, a lot more people are starting to actually get mad. I'm like, mm-hmm. why y'all wasn't mad before? Um. But you know what? hmm You know, in God's timing, we can't right. force anybody to uh, true set. Um. But at least more people. I'm seeing a lot more others. When I mean other than I mean non-black folks yep. being upset now. So. Yep that's something. Um, so yeah, we decided that we are going to do an episode talking about first what's going on um, and then kind of giving solutions about what we can do, mm-hmm. Um, what anybody can do. You don't have to be Black because I know some people who probably are not Black listen to our podcast.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what you can do um, to kind of, you know, get things together. Um, and then just to bring it back into screenwriting, since this is like a screenwriting entertainment podcast, we're going to talk about how you can put social justice issues in your work
2: mm-hmm. and then
1: give you some examples um, of uh, movies, shows that have done just that mm-hmm. and raised awareness around social issues. Um, so yeah, this is going to be a very <coughs> important episode, very um tough episode just because of what we're talking about mm-hmm. um child it's been on my mind forever literally on 24 7 um everything that's happening so let's get into it let's go all right y'all oh and also if this is your first time welcome to the town team yes you know, a, lot new, <laughs> a lot of new subscribers <laughs> and listeners that's right uh, so so happy that y'all can join us yeah to take y'all along our journeys. Just a quick blurb about what town Tea is. If you don't already know, me and Judith are two black female screenwriters who was just ta okay, was with the fact that all of the podcasts about screenwriting um, were hosted by two dry-ass white dudes named Chet, Brett, Garrett. You got you got some names, Judith.
3: I mean, Jacob is always a good go-to. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: so um yeah we've started to start our own so that is what we're doing here we talk about um we usually have different segments um we talk about the news, black and brown news only, y'all, because mm-hmm. white folks get enough exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, just to be honest. <laughs> so we do black and brown news, we do a no better, do better segment where we give like lessons learned mm-hmm. that we learn from our journeys or tips for you guys. What else do we do? We have a main segment which is usually um talking about a different topic within running We're either teaching y'all something right. or we're having discussion or reviewing a black or brown um project or reading a script or something Mm -hmm. and then we have that you should know segment at the end where we highlight um any black or brown person in the industry that you should know either upcoming or experienced so yeah that's usually how it goes but um, due to pandemic we are recording at home so we just cut it down the main segment for ease of editing Mm mm-hmm All right, so done with the logistics. (laughs) Get into the child.
2: Let's go. go. Mm So, um,
1: so the is just gonna give a quick blurb on the three main um deaths. Yeah. Um, have happened within this month. We know that there are more than these three, but these just are the three more um highlighted
2: ones.
1: Yeah. Um, not we're not saying that the other people don't matter please don't think that y'all they do matter Mm -hmm. but we're just going to highlight for sake of time we're going to highlight these three as they've been the most prominent Mm -hmm. uh prominently
3: covered that's right and this is kind of just to put it in context to where we are right now you know throughout history we've you know we've we i'm sure we all know where we were when um through when george zimmerman attacked um Oh, why am I forgetting his name? Please, Lord, forgive me. Trayvon Martin. Um, we've had so many other protests, the Rodney King beating, like throughout mm-hmm. history, going further back. So this is just a highlight where we are now. Um, I know May 29th there were a lot of protests that we were seeing Minneapolis, um, which sparked was sparked by the killing of George Floyd. Um, and I'm reading, I'm gonna be reading from this article. This is actually an Atlanta, um, Local News 11 Alive. And they did a really good job of like summarizing kind of where we are uh, today. So um, reading here, the protest comes on the heels of widespread demonstration in Minneapolis. Um, those protests flared after the killing of George Floyd by M- Minneapolis police officers. Um, who was recorded digging his knee into Floyd's neck as he was detained on the ground. Onlookers pleaded with the police officer to stop as Floyd said he couldn't breathe. Um, Floyd died after the officer continued to keep his knee on his neck for a number of minutes. So the officer in question, um, there was news out that said that he is detained um, and in custody, but the rest of the officers that were not detained or i believe three other officers and a lot of the protests have still been going on because people feel like everybody involved should have not only been fired which they were but also be prosecuted for standing by and allowing this man to be murdered in front of their eyes so a lot of the protesters um yeah they're going off and these are these are they're peaceful they are rowdy some of them are very violent but um, quite frankly, as, I'm, as far as I'm concerned, like all of the protesters are more than justified because this has been building up for a very, this has been building up for like um, Corey said earlier, centuries. Like it's, 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 it's ridiculous. So then we're going to yeah. go to <laughs> Ahmad Aubrey, And um, this was the young man, um, I believe. Oh, wait. Uh, In Georgia yeah so another national outcry um, was also sparked by the killing of Ahmaud Aubrey who was running in a neighborhood in southeast Georgia where he was accosted and subsequently shot to death by two white men who claimed they were making a citizen's arrest. Aubrey was shown in the security footage briefly walking into an unfurnished home and glancing around something the owner later said um, Indicated to him that he was looking for a water source on the property, which people sometimes try and drink from. Uh, further security um, videos show that it was not uncommon for bypassers to walk onto the property, um, and that drew a lot of backlash because the men um, who did accost um, Ahmad Aubrey were not arrested or charged. Uh, for more than two months. And the father had worked in the past both for the local police department and prosecutor. Um, two district attorneys who just had jurisdiction over the case and recused themselves for now being investi- are now being investigated for potential prosecutor- prosec- prosecutorial, hello, come on, lawyer world, <laughs> um, uh, misconduct. So in this case, not only are we highlighting the fact that you know, people are t- particularly, let me say, correct, white people are taking it upon themselves to police other people, even when they're not on duty. And Child. they have they the system, to judge, jury, and execution and all in way. one second. And when they do have the system in place to back them up, it can be covered up. And that's why people, w- it was like months later, people were p- like, it came out so much later of this injustice it's crazy and that's the same with um uh brianna taylor so uh taylor was shot and killed in her apartment by louisville officers um who said uh they were conducting a drug investigation in mark they said they were uh fired upon when they entered so her and her boyfriend were in the apartment and the police came and stormed and you know her boyfriend was carrying an arm a he had a legal meaning it is legally okay for him to have this gun in his home for protection they stormed in he had no idea what was going on so of course he's going to try and defend himself um so the police stormed in without warning and he fired once not knowing who was breaking in because in that situation you don't know um a charge against him for shooting an officer in the leg was dropped last week no drugs were found in the apartment and taylor was a frontline emergency medical technician she was an emt and y'all just stormed in and just shot shot her up no drugs no nothing and this man had his own weapon which he legally obtained to defend himself and now this young lady is gone so with all of those three stories and given the history of this nation and the continual killing of innocent black people like throughout centuries people are pissed like period like that's it like i don't know like and this continual narrative of trying to quite frankly protect police officers who are abusing their their privilege and their their rights and abusing people's rights and just murdering people so you know what people are like we're, we're tired of it period so that's what happens when injustice is delayed. I mean, excuse me, when justice is, is delayed, you know, and we just try and turn a blind eye to innocent people being killed for no reason, like, people are going to go off. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. that's where we are today. Um, Just again, this article was written by Jonathan uh, Raymond of Eleven alive out of uh Atlanta uh local news. So it was a good summary um for that. But I wanted to give him credit because I was reading from his article that he wrote. So that was the summary of where we are now and you know just like everybody else we're trying to grapple with it and Mm -hmm. you know figure out you know what we can do and have better understanding and how we can fix it. So I'm gonna let Corey lead the charge in terms of this conversation to um you know move this forward as we you know, as we grapple with this.
1: Yes. Um, so just to give you guys some resources and we're going to have all the links in the description bio, there Mm -hmm. are different websites for Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery and, um, George Floyd. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're going to have each of the websites there and what they do is kind of explain the cases in detail. It explains what happens. And it also talks about who these people are as well, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. these were people who had lives and were living them. Um, so it definitely gives you kind of the positives of their lives and things that they're doing. And then it also has a petition on there that you can sign. You just put your name, email um, and basically sign the petition. And what the petition does is it takes this information and it makes calls to the right people to get, you know, justice served basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also tells you numbers that you can call yourself and don't be afraid to call these numbers. I'm sure they're getting a lot of calls. Mm-hmm. Hundreds and thousands of calls are being made on behalf of these victims. So don't be afraid to make these calls as well. And usually when you dial the numbers and makes the calls, like Sean King or whoever his people will guide you through the call at first. And then they'll take, they'll connect you to who you who you're gonna be talking to. So if you're one of those people like me who just hate giving calls, um, they will be guiding you and at least telling you, you know, the basics of what you should be saying. But say the things in your own words. But um, like I said, Ahmad Arbery, the two freaking disgusting pieces of trash that killed him. Sorry, <laughs> no, I'm not sorry. I mean, um, yeah. they were arrested, and um, but. They have to be convicted, so we're not at the end of the rope with them yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but just keep up with the websites that we give you, and they'll let you know if there's anything else that you can do in terms of calling. People need to be calling. DAs need to be calling. Like, officers need to be calling in case anything happens with that case. Um, Brianna Taylor, like Judith said, they did drop the charges on her boyfriend, Kenneth. Thank God. Um, apparently, we raised a lot of money for his lawyers. So shout out to y'all um but keep up with her case as well because um it's not over there either and there's still people that we should be calling um to get our voices heard and to put the pressure on their necks now george Floyd, like we said that's the, the hot button issue right now there's definitely calls that we should be making as of now because the other three officers are not arrested and um they only arrested one and the other three need to go down too. Mm-hmm. So um definitely go to his website so you can sign the petition and then figure out um the web or the numbers so that you can make those calls because mm-hmm. we still have a lot of work to do in mm-hmm. terms of George Floyd's case because it ain't it ain't saying right so that ain't enough what they did.
2: Yep.
1: Um all right. So first I do want to cover. So I um come from very redneck place. I'm from the country in Florida. Mm-hmm. And um I also just see a lot, well, thankfully I've been seeing a lot of white people on board um mm-hmm. protesting with us. Um they also have been writing too. We'll get that um yep. to that later. Oof. Don't let them, don't let them think it's just us writing. No. Um <laughs> but there are some white people who say, or other people, I've even seen um Asians, Hispanics, yeah. and yeah. Blacks say this yeah. too. Well, you know, statistically, more whites are being killed than the Blacks by the police. They don't talk like that, but <laughs> <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just assumed. um And yeah, statistically, that may be true, but let's not forget that. uh And this was an article back in 2015. These numbers, I'm pretty sure these numbers are roughly, I mean, the population may have gotten bigger, but the statistics, I'm sure, are still valid. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's not forget, white people make up the majority of this country. So, yeah. yeah, if the statistically they are being killed more by police, but that's because they're the bigger population.
2: Mm-hmm. The
1: black population is extremely small compared to them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, anyway. um, we're still getting killed at higher rates uh, mm-hmm. 2.5 times as likely to be killed um, than they are. So, yeah. Please don't get that twisted. And if you need uh, that piece of information, it was a Washington Post article that you can look up. I'll try to put the link in there. Um, if you just feel like, uh, if you see somebody commenting, something like that, educate them real quick. Cause that's what it's about. That's the name of the game these days, the educating people who are still trying to justify what's going on. Um, so I'll put that link in the bio, on the bio in the description as well, so that y'all can debunk people that say some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of stuff is going on on social media right now in terms of discussions and debates and things like that. And we want facts. We don't want opinions. So, all right. So let's get into the topic of sharing these videos and images of the murders. Right. So there was... The, the biggest uh, two things that have been shared recently, and this isn't the first time we've seen these murders, these murders, a lot of these murders have been caught on video. Right. And that's why um, you know a lot more people have been hip to what's going on. Because like we said, don't get twisted, this has been going on for centuries, but now with the advent of social media and smartphones, we're able to have the images and spread them like rapid wildfire. So that is exactly what happened with George Floyd. Um, What happened to him, I couldn't even watch the full video, child, but what happened to him was caught from five different angles. So there are multiple people recording it, and all of those videos got leaked to social media. So um, you can clearly and blatantly see that he was murdered yeah. unjustly he mm-hmm. was on his stomach he had his hands handcuffed behind his back he was crying out for his mother and saying that he could not breathe and everything was hurting um and you can see that from five different angles yeah. so it's a very blatant murder by the police so i think that's why this particular death has gotten everybody wild up because it's just there's no denying it mm-hmm. with the Ahmad arbery you heard the the rebuttals of well he was in the house for five minutes, and there's also video footage showing other white people walking in that same yeah. abandoned uh, work site because that's what people do. They, if you see an abandoned work site, you're gonna look in there. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, yeah, I think that's not done. uncommon. Yeah, yeah, and it's a lot of times yeah it's crazy there's so many reasons why he could have walked in even the the owner in the article we just said that people especially if you're going on a long run maybe you forget to bring you're looking for a water source to okay let me Mm -hmm. let me drink some people like i've gone i not maybe abandoned but like me and my mom when i was little like we'd go to big neighborhoods with beautiful homes and be like oh that's gonna be us one day that's gonna be us Mm -hmm. one day and walk by and like aspire to you know what i mean like Anything is used to justify the death of black and brown people. And it's crazy. But yes, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you.
1: Exactly. Like they'll use anything to justify it. But just as a side note, there was a video of other white people going into that same building that he went into and they are still breathing. So, um, yeah. So that little lie that those people told, please don't feed into that anyways back to sharing the videos and images of these murders so I was on the topic of why I think George Floyd um kind of ignited everyone of all races to be upset because of the blatant just murder that was caught on video we have evidence and there's no disputing what Mm -hmm. happened um but while it is there is some good to these videos being shared at least this is being leaked, you know, because before yeah. um, I'm sure these things were happening, they were not getting caught on video and then they were just getting brushed under the rug. Right. right. And no one knew about them. Imagine how many um, black and brown folks, but well, I'm going to say black for now because I, I see a lot of people lump black and people color together and those are separate. That's another discussion. child. Woo! But we're going to talk about black people right now. Um, so I'm sure there's a lot of black people that have been killed unjustly and nobody knows because there's no video, there's no evidence, and no one else saw what happened, so they just went with whatever the police said, right? And um, there we go. Washed their hands of it. Boom. Justice was not served. But we have um, these videos and these images out now, and while they are good because they're exposing what's going on, there's also an agenda behind them, Mm-hmm. as there's an agenda behind everything guys um these videos are put out and they're spread like wildfire because they want us essentially to i'm going to talk about this and then Judith will take the next topic of mm-hmm. this but they want us to become desensitized to what's going on so Eventually, if you're seeing the same thing, same thing, same thing on your timeline, we know y'all spend hours scrolling on your timeline. Look at your screen time on your iPhone. It'll tell you um, you're going to become desensitized. You're just not going to care.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I have an example of that happened to me when this George Floyd thing broke on the Internet. It was on my timeline. I was scrolling for a good 20 minutes and I had seen like 20 posts about it and didn't even register. I was just like, just scrolling blindly because I had become desensitized from seeing this all the time. Mm -hmm. It took me like 20 minutes to register, wait, what, what the fuck happened? Like what went on? So it finally registered in my brain of what I was seeing. Mm -hmm. So that is the ultimate goal of getting these videos out there and getting them shared by everybody so that we can just become desensitized to it and not care. Um, eventually. And just think of it as, oh, you know, this happens all the time. There's nothing that we can do, right? So that is one of the reasons um, behind, like I said, sharing these videos and these images of these murders. And I would just like you guys to be mindful of that um, when you are consuming these images and these videos and then Judith is going to get into something that's called trauma porn which sounds kind of weird but it's very much a real thing
3: yeah yeah so I mean I think a lot of us sometimes when we post you know over and over again like a lot of people like almost have depending on who you are have an opposite effect right so like some people's intentions are to like okay we need to raise awareness let's share this post So that other people get outraged. But the problem is a lot of times they like consuming, consuming, consume. And so all the things that you're consuming is trauma based, you know what I mean? And usually that trauma basis on black bodies and that you have to be careful of. And depending on who you are what you post. Because a lot of times the intention is, oh, we need to raise awareness. I'm outraged at this. Let me share. But sometimes like it can be traumatic, tra- traumatic for other people to see that. You know what I mean? Sometimes people just post it up. No warning. Like it was just like, oh, my God, like this is on my feed. You have no idea. So we have to be careful for that. And I I first heard the the word trauma porn from uh, another writer. His name is uh, Yasser Lester. Um, He was talking about it on another podcast. And um, we also need to be careful about um, trauma fatigue. Just what Corey was saying before, like we see these over and over and over again. And so it leads to a feeling of like not being able to do anything or hopelessness, right? So what some people are doing is that even though they're putting up posts to raise awareness for, um, these individuals, they're putting up posts of beautiful artwork of these people, right? They're putting up, um, photos or just even creating their own artwork in you know memorializing um, these individuals because what happens is we take away their humanity when we de- when we're desensitized by it right and when we are you know so used to this over and over again and these these were people with families who love them even if they didn't have families who love them they're human beings period and we need to treat them um, you know with the respect that they deserve and there are images of them um, that we can honor them by that illustrate, not just their last breaths or their last seconds, but when they live their life to the fullest and we're surrounded by the people that they love and and doing the things that they love. You know what I mean? There are pictures of Brianna, you know, I I saw Ahmad in his um, graduation cap and gown, you know, his senior picture, you know what I mean? There's Mm -hmm. pictures where we see those moments where we're like, yes, that's me. You know what I mean? So if we are gonna share, like, let's just be smart about how we share. So we're not, you know, Uh, you know, adding to the trauma porn, adding to the desensitization, adding to dehumanizing them, but in a way of lift, still raising awareness and lifting each other up and lifting them up, uh, um, you know, especially, you know, I can't imagine what those families are going to. Like, I've lost my mom through health reasons. I can't imagine then a wide internet, reposting her last moments of life. I can't imagine seeing that over and over and over again on a national scale. That's crazy. It's it's crazy. Yeah. So, let's like rethink about how we post. It's not to say like, oh, don't post yada yada. No. There's things we can post. There's, you know, some people are posting the actual calling numbers to you know, to say, "Hey, let's let's call. Here's where you can call." Some people are posting, mm-hmm. you know, links, resources, you know, for the NAACP, AC, ACLU, whoever. You know what I mean? Let's be mindful of what we're posting when it comes to this, so we're not re-traumatizing each other or dehumanizing each other, but really, um, really are joining in like some really useful voices to um, memorialize these individuals as well as um, share the resources necessary. So it's just you know and you know and then like the flip of the coin if we didn't see these images people wouldn't be outraged right and there wouldn't be a movement you know so it is a it's a two-edged sword you know but um i'm just saying be mindful yeah
1: exactly
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um yeah so like Judith was saying let's share positive images of the victims let's share how we can come up with solutions let's share pictures of the riots of the protests i know there's a picture of a burning building in Minneapolis. That's really powerful. That was the precinct.
3: Yeah. Ooh, that they, was yes. I think they, they that did. Shit. They just burned them.
1: <laughs> they, they and like, I'm for it. Burn that shit to the ground. I mean, mm-hmm. I hope no one got hurt, but please burn that shit to the ground because mm-hmm. this shit's trash. It's crazy. Um, But there's a picture of that that's really powerful and it's getting shared a lot. And I've been, I've seen it shared by not just black folks. I've seen it shared by white right. people, Asian people, Hispanic people. So um, let's share stuff, images of that, images of us in our power, standing in our power and standing yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Like we said, There is, let, I mean, just let certain people share the images. So, Sean King, he's the one that's like kind of the journalist of kind of the movement. Um, He's somebody that I follow. He kind of gets all the information out there. Let's Mm -hmm. let him share that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then we just follow suit. Let's share Mm -hmm. the images, positive images of victims, um, how we can help and Mm -hmm. show us in our power with the protests, with the writings. There's some really great images from these protests. Um, Some of these signs, Y'all are just snappy, like y'all.
2: Because
1: I'm trying to go to a protest or too, but I ain't gonna have no cute sign like y'all. Like y'all, y'all, y'all got some mm-hmm. words, okay? <laughs> I'm a writer, Thompson. Y'all got some words, but yeah, um, some of these signs are really good, really powerful, and the images will live on forever. And mm-hmm. that's the images that we should be sharing um, more than the um the bad ones. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Now we're going to get into kind of talking about solutions. Mm -hmm. So one thing I can't stand is when people go on these rants about what's going on and this is wrong, blah, 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 but they don't offer no solutions, right? Because at this point we need to be thinking of solutions. We need to be thinking Mm -hmm. about what are we doing to unite and to kind of change what's going on. And it's going to take a lot of work. And honestly, it's going to take a lot of lives. A lot of people are going to have to die in order for this to come into fruition. And Mm -hmm. um, that's just the reality of it. Mm -hmm. A lot of our ancestors died for us to be here. Um, A lot of people died back in the 50s, 60s um, for us to be here right now. So that's something that we need to think about. Mm It really is a sad truth, but it is a truth. Um, Let me start with that. I had a little blur, but let me start with that.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: A lot of y'all are going to have to get serious about the liberation of our people and about um, yeah, liberation of our people and freeing our people um, if we want this to happen. And when I mean be serious, a lot of y'all are going to not have to be scared to go to jail behind what you believe in. That's this cold hard truth. Like yep. y'all have to um, not be afraid to parent or lose some money and lose a job. That's the truth of it. And the sad, sad, and realist truth is a lot of y'all have to be not be afraid to die for the cause. Mm. And that is the only way that true change will come um, with what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that's scary, right? Mm-hmm. I know it's, it's, it's very scary to think about, but it's the truth. Um, until a lot of people get serious, then nothing is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And that's how I want to kind of leave the discussion, talking about solutions. So let's first get into protesting and writing. Like we said, we've been seeing the images. There's protests in most major cities. Um, I'm probably going to go to one tomorrow because I'm back in Tampa and mm. um, there's one coming tomorrow. There's actually two tomorrow in two different places. Ooh, mm-hmm. shout out to them. But um, let's talk about that. So that's probably, well, the easiest way obviously is to get on social media and start preaching. Right. But change is not going to come just from talking change is going to come from getting in the community and mm-hmm. doing something mm-hmm. so um an easy way that you can get if you are able to to be out there is to protest and to riot mm-hmm. um i mean not riot i mean shoot. yeah right shit <laughs> <laughs> what am i talking that, about
3: like, i mean yeah it's your decision you
1: know so um you're probably thinking you can't just go to a protest that's planned. There are a lot of peaceful protests. If that's what right. you're into, that yeah. are planned, just get on your timeline. I mean, I found out about the one yesterday by me just from scrolling through Facebook. They usually give you know where it's gonna be, where we're gonna be marching to, because a lot of protests are moving, guys. <laughs> you don't just stand there. Right. Um, and the time to be there um hopefully they give a time two hours before they want to start because y'all know how black folks be we just can't be on time <laughs> so it's, just be mindful of that true um so that's an easy way to get involved is just to go to the protest be around other people who are passionate about it and just show up for mm-hmm. yourself show up for your people um and um Yeah, so if, and if you want to start a protest, I think that if there's not one happening in your city, be Mm -hmm. the one to start it. I mean, let's stop being scared, guys. We need to stop being scared of, oh my God, I'm going to get arrested. Oh my God, they're going to get me. Like, no, we can't be scared anymore because being scared gets us nowhere, as you guys Mm -hmm. can see. Mm -hmm. So be the one to start one. I know there's probably like a lot of small towns and you're like seeing all the images from L.A. or from New York and um, Minneapolis Minneapolis, mm -hmm. Atlanta, Houston, if these people protesting, like, and you want to do something like that, be the one to start it. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard to organize a protest. Like you cannot just organize protests and be disorganized as fuck. Like you need to be organized. So you can follow a woman by the name of Tamika D Mallory on Instagram, T-A-M-I-K-A-D Mallory, M-A-L-L-O-R-Y. I'll put her handle in the description. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, on her page, she talks a lot about um, how to organize the protests and kind of gives you tips on how to do that. And I found them very helpful because I myself wanted to organize one here in Tampa, but this might beat me to it. Um, so, um, yeah, that's, that's a way that you can kind of get more information about how to go about being organizational about it and, uh, organizing a good protest, a very effective one. Yeah. Um, now let's get into the rioting and looting. Mm-hmm. so my this is just my stance.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, do whatever the fuck you want at this point, do whatever the fuck you want. do whatever the fuck you feel. Um to me, losing money is not more important than losing lives, and there's nobody that can convince me otherwise of mm-hmm. that. Um, so I'm hearing the rebuttal of that is, you know, how is this gonna solve anything? How is it helping your cause? What about the small businesses? I get all of that. Um, And most of this is coming from white people. I'm going to be honest. They're saying, well, how is this going to help the cause? First of all, if you don't even know the pain that is being felt, don't be talking about the way that we express it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's my rebuttal to that. Yeah. And then when you guys talk about, oh, what about small businesses? I get that. I mean, I totally get it. But at the end of the day, a business can be rebuilt, right? Mm -hmm. Like, sure you have insurance a lot of these businesses have insurance and i get that you guys probably have worked hard for these businesses but at the end of the day like all of that stuff can be rebuilt
2: wow. you
1: can fix the window you can get a new job if you were one of the people that was working at that target first of all fuck target <laughs> if you're one of people that working at that target um yeah. that got um looted out and the reason they looted that because that target um poured a lot of money into the uh mpd the minneapolis minneapolis police department police so that's um but you can always get a new job you know like these things can be replaced what can't be replaced is black lives and guess what black lives matter mm-hmm. so to me losing a little bit of money is not more important than losing lives at the end of the day and unfortunately these things are just going to happen when we're on our way to revolution and to change yeah so y'all just really need to rethink the way y'all think about things we need to stop kind of thinking in this capitalist way that that money and capital are more important than lives because that's how we got here in the first place yeah. right we're being run by a president where obviously he worships money and that the, eco- the economics of things are more important to him than anything else and he he um i mean that that's 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 how he demonstrates his leadership. Even with this Corona stuff, he's more worried about opening up the country to get the money back flowing right than the people that are actually sick and dying. And um, so that's another topic. But y'all need to really get out of this mindset that money is more important than lives. Because if y'all keep thinking like that, y'all going to value the buildings and y'all going to value the businesses more than y'all going to value the lives. And that's Mm -hmm. never going to be okay to me. So that's my take on Luton. I mean, do you have a different take? Um, I mean, it's not like the- that
3: different. I think personally, I'm I'm not going to go to a protest just because I'm afraid of Corona. But I might. I mean, I, ha- I have to think about it. I might go and I might not. I, I'm like weighing all the options. So if you're like me, like just know it's okay to weigh all the options where you are in terms of how you're going to interact with everything. Now, when I see mm-hmm. it on TV... I'm like 100% supporting um, the rioters and the protesters because for so long, like there's so much people can take over and over again. It's the same story. Innocent person killed by the cops. Innocent person, innocent black person killed by the cops. Innocent black person killed by a white person who thinks they're a cop. (laughs) Innocent, like, you know what I mean? It's just like, come on, like, what are we talking about? And that person, no one... You know, and then it's just easily. So it's like, I'm mad. So I can only imagine people in the city of the person who who they're directly connected to this person, the family, the people that they knew, the community. Hell yeah, go ahead and burn it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense because we're not doing what we need to do to take care of the problem and the issue, which is making sure that we hold everyone accountable, not mm-hmm. like everyone accountable for what they did. So I'm in support of that. I see that and I'm in full support of them. Me personally, I'm, I think I'm going to be donating to those organizations and supporting in that way. Um, and I will be also trying to see like which like really researching to figure out, okay, where can I be of service or whatever, right? So maybe if I'm not going on the front line, maybe there's like, again, calling, maybe there's a way I can help organize, right? Like maybe there's a way like I can be on the, okay, if I'm not out there protesting, maybe they need people to pass water, right? To make sure everybody's safe, whatever you can do and what you're willing to do at the place that you're at, you're allowed to do you know, but I, yeah, I'm in full support of protesters. I'm in full support of, um, of the rioters. I completely understand and I get where they're coming from. And a lot of the organizations that do, do are on the front lines are black and black and brown women, quite frankly, um, who Mm -hmm. started and they organized and they're putting their lives on the line. So I'm going to do what I can to support period.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you are one of those people who are afraid of Corona, I get it. Mm-hmm. Just wear a mask. A lot of people have been yep. wearing masks, yep. and you can keep your your six feet distance from people too. Um, so, if you're one of those people and you still want to get out there, just be safe. I feel like yep. everyone should be wearing masks anyway, and mm-hmm. um, keeping your your distance with each other.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, so great sentiments, Judith. So now we're gonna get into something that you guys should be mindful of if you are out there protesting and, um, and or rioting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um, there's something, a concept called agent provocateurs. So Mm -hmm. these are people that are placed, they're planted in these riots, um, to kind of cause mayhem. Right. So they could Mm -hmm. be, they could be agents of the government. They could be police officers. And sometimes they can be dressed as black people or they're dressed in hoods or masks covering their face. And what they do is they essentially incite the riots. Mm. So there was a video of this white guy who was a police officer from Minneapolis. He was dressed up. He had a hoodie on. He was breaking windows and starting a riot in minneapolis so these people are placed in there to kind of make the riots get to a point of where people are starting to break things burn things um loot and steal um so that we can look bad right Mm, so that uh we can look like oh these black people just out of control so um do be mindful of that and i believe that sean king is um he is putting people out on the field in Minneapolis. You can volunteer to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forgot what he what the word the, the word he used for these people, but basically they're going to be watching the riots and just making sure that, you know, everything is, is, safe. is going okay. Everything good. is safe and going okay. And they're going to be looking out for those people, those agent provocateurs who are planted in most of these riots to um, make things worse mm-hmm. um, so that, The thing about this is this is a whole nother topic, but Mm -hmm. essentially these riots could, um, spark something called martial law, right. And Donald Trump has already tweeted about how, um, he's going to start shooting people who are looting, which is absolutely wrong. And, um, So they want us to get a little bit more rowdy so that they can enact martial law, guys. So I need you guys to think, I need you guys to be aware and be conscious of what's going on. They want us to riot. They want us to get rowdy as fuck so that they can enact martial law and essentially kill more Mm -hmm. of us. Mm -hmm. So that's why they put these agent provocateurs into these riots, into these protests so that they can, their job is to solely fuck shit up and make shit worse Mm -hmm. so that they can get to a point where they can just start shooting people because that's Mm -hmm. essentially what they want Mm -hmm. so just be mindful um if you're one of those people who don't want to in enact in like burning or like breaking shit that's fine you don't have to do that um but don't try to like look down upon people who are because people are fucking mad like Mm -hmm. shit i mean i'm mad so but if you don't want to do that, be one of the people ah. that are watching and making sure that everyone's staying safe. If you see something crazy happening, because um, I've been seeing stuff in the NYPD are like pushing people down. Yeah. There's a video of a guy who pushed like this. This girl was like 100 pounds with clothes on, soaking wet. Is that the phrase? Mm, yep. And he pushed her down so hard. She wasn't doing anything, she was just out there he straight pushed her down so hard her head smacked the concrete and she had to go to the hospital she had a seizure after that so yeah so just be careful because these police are not they ain't caring they're they are not caring if they're um hurting you they just um they just out there and this is they this they taking a chance to to get out their little aggression too right so just be careful and if you're one of those people who don't want to do anything violent um or criminal, then um, just be the people who are watching and making sure that everyone's safe and watch out for those people that are planted there for the sole purpose to make things worse. Mm -hmm. Another thing is don't destroy our communities, right? So Mm -hmm. if you're you're seeing a Black-owned business, don't fuck that up. I mean, I know it's very hard to differentiate. They're saying, you know, you can put out signs saying, hey, I'm a Black-owned business, blah, blah, blah. A lot of the times that probably not going to work. I know they were saying in the, in the Rodney King riots in 92, they did that and people just ignore the signs, but I'm sure we'll get it together of a way to kind of differentiate, but don't destroy communities, guys. Um, I know it's been happening in Atlanta. If you don't know much about Atlanta, first of all, Atlanta's lit. <laughs> it is predominantly it's, it's it's predominantly black there's a lot of black people there Beautiful i mean when i go, i only see black folks mm-hmm. and a lot of those communities are predominantly black and they're being destroyed we shouldn't be doing that as well that's what they want they want these rights to get to the point where we're destroying our own communities so we have to be smart and we have to be mindful and we need to think um we don't want to feed into their agenda by destroying our own communities mm-hmm. so fuck up a target i don't care <laughs> I don't care like I love going to Target but at the end of the day Target is headquartered and very like I know the inner workings of Target and who owns Target and what their views are um fuck I shit I don't care but don't be messing up you know the mom and pop shop um um you know that mm-hmm. Mr. and Mrs. Smith's own and have owned for centuries like let's stray away from that so if you know community is predominantly black the businesses are predominantly black do right. not fuck and -hmm. I will say that I believe I don't believe in that Mm. so let's just be mindful and be smart guys think 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 this is a time where we need to start doing our research we need to start educating ourselves and we need to start thinking and we need to start um kind of um exposing the different things that this government does do in times like this so that we cannot feed into it um so yeah and I saw videos of y'all Fucking up the CNN headquarters in Atlanta. I'm all for that. <laughs> you ain't shit. <laughs> ah, you. Yeah. Hey, hey. I was like, y'all better go. I'm scared of y'all. I'm scared y'all so of y'all. <laughs> they fucking up CNN. Um, yeah. I'm. I
3: all love for Don that, Lemon. Except. Leave him alone, please. I mean, he's come yeah, a long leave way. Leave him alone. He's but... come a long way. <laughs> he's so he ha- he ha- he come me? a long way. Oh,
1: um, but um, yeah. That is so funny. Stuff. I don't care about them. <laughs> fuck them then, yeah. but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just had to say that because I saw the videos and the yeah. images, and they were actually really powerful, and I thought it was really cool mm. um to see stuff like that, mm-hmm. so that is enough about protesting, yeah. rioting, looting, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We already talked about being mindful of sharing the actual videos and images of mm-hmm. us being murdered and killed mm-hmm. and hunted like dogs in the street, um yeah, we already talked about that,
3: and um, I just I wanna add to it while while I understand the rioting and looting after you talked about it, I was like maybe I want to say I want to support uh peaceful and protest just because I really don't want anyone to be hurt but mm-hmm. I understand where people come from when they do loot and riot because of the frustration that that has built up and so whenever I see it I'm like that's honestly, that's what America gets. Real talk, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, because it's been
1: like,
3: so long, but you know, I don't, I don't want to see anybody harmed or hurt. Nobody wants that, but like, <laughs> it's just been, it's been such a buildup. You know what I mean? And it's, mm-hmm. it just feels so hopeless that I'm like, all right, well, somebody burn down this establishment. I don't tell you, <laughs> like. And guess yeah. what? I'ma
1: turn a blind eye, just like y'all turn a blind eye. Thank you. Thank you.
3: And, Thank and you. that's
1: that's I think that's my final stance. Yes. Is, so. Yeah. Technically, it is wrong, but I'ma turn a blind eye, just like y'all been turning a blind I'm eye to us saying.
3: dying. Right. Right. So. <laughs> I mean, shoot. We don't want no one to be hurt, but like I'm not mad when I'm I cannot judge. The way the frustration is being expressed, because the injustice and oppression has been so long and so great. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, whatever we all decide to do, I want us all to be safe. But if if someone decides that you know a Trump statue got to be lit up and burnt down, it's like, well, I don't know what I don't I don't know to tell you. Also, I
1: I don't see anything. Problem. Right, I'm <laughs> like i'm you, that you,
3: right you know so just just for clarification but i agree with everything you said <laughs> It was just like
1: yeah so yeah that's our stance mm-hmm. guys and you guys can disagree but yeah. at the end of the day it's allowed like we said if you first of all if you are not black um you have mm-hmm. no idea of the pain and the right. frustration
2: yeah.
1: and who are you to judge how people are expressing that so yeah that's what i feel too Um, another thing, um, that we need to start doing times like this is educating ourselves, right? So I feel like I said that a thousand times, there are so many things that happen behind the scenes, y'all. And this country is a lot more corrupt than I think a lot of people know. Mm -hmm. Um, but the way you learn about that is by educating yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, I get a lot of my education from books, um, Mm -hmm. from following certain people and listening to what they're saying Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: um there are some certain books that I can recommend to you guys if you want if you are interested in that Mm -hmm. then you can dm us on instagram Mm mm-hmm um, Tinseltown Tea, um, cause I don't want to put all the books in the description That's <laughs> too much, but if you are interested in some of the books that I read to kind of get myself hit to what's going on and how to better understand right. what is going on so that I can prepare myself, um, mm-hmm. then you can, um, DM us on Instagram and I'll get you that list of books. Mm-hmm. There's some, But I think this is the most important because if we're not educating ourselves on what's going on, then we can't really, we can't really do much uh, and unite the way we need to. So this is truly, truly important to me. Mm -hmm. Another thing is be able to defend yourself. So um, a lot of times this is happening. I think we're afraid to defend ourselves, but you have the right to defend yourself. Mm -hmm. And the white man is going to do it. I mean, shoot, (laughs) the white man is going to do it. That is true. You need to be able to defend yourselves too and and not. I think we just need to stop. We need to get out of this being scared mindset. Like y'all need to stop being scared. Point blank, period. I said that a thousand times y'all need Mm -hmm. to stop being scared because y'all matter and y'all lives have value and you have every right to defend yourself. Um, If somebody is trying you, like
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm not saying incite the stuff, but Mm
2: -hmm.
1: at the end of the day, black, black people are peaceful people. I will say that. In mm-hmm. our core, we're a piece of people, um, but we'd be getting fucked with, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. So don't be out there inciting stuff with people, right. but if somebody is trying you, if a policeman is trying you, a, a white person is trying you unjustly, you have the right to defend yourself um, and you need to know how to do that, right? So. Yeah. Y'all need to be doing something like taking yeah. some boxing classes or something, taking martial arts. There's a lot of different ways you can defend, taking self-defense classes. Um, this is truly, truly important because we're getting to a point where sooner or later we're going to have to know how to do this and how to help ourselves and help our loved ones who cannot defend themselves. Right. Yep. So, um, um, this is like a more long game thing, a more yep. big picture thing. Just start learning how to defend yourself. So I suggest yep. boxing, uh, martial arts. Um, what's that shit? Jiu <laughs> <laughs> If y'all can see the, the motions that I just made, i very <laughs> embarrassed.
2: <laughs> yes. Um,
1: Um, so I do know that the Nation of Islam, they do hold like free martial arts classes in LA. Mm -hmm. I don't know about other cities for this exact purpose of just learning how to defend yourself because, um, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. We're getting to a point where shit's getting a lot more serious than it has been. And you can no longer ignore what's happening and shit about to get real, 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 real Mm -hmm. quick. Yeah. So, um, this is a very important thing and I cannot stress this enough in knowing how to defend yourself. Mm -hmm. Another thing, and then we're going to get into the screenwriting portion, stop killing each other. Okay. (sighs) Like this is so important. Mm -hmm. Every time that they watch us kill ourselves, they laugh. Like they find that Mm -hmm. shit funny. And, um, it's very easy for us, for us to tell them to stop killing us when we're killing ourselves. So we need to stop (laughs) like straight up. I think this is the most important thing in order for us to move forward, we need unity within each other. And there are a lot of things in place that pin us against each other. Right. Um, But we need to be mindful that that is all, Mm -hmm. that's all there for a reason. They want us to be fighting. They want us to be killing each other. You guys just need to be smart enough to know that that's the agenda. And that's what they're trying to do. So let's, let's just, let's just stop that guys. Like we're at a point where we need to stand together or we're going to fall together So stop killing each other. Stop being this whole crabs in a barrel ass shit that be going on with us. Like stop being a competition with each other. Let's, let's unite. That's the only way that we will win is if we unite. I know it's easier said than done when you have rap songs talking about, I'm gonna kill that nigga or I'm gonna go shoot that nigga, you know, stuff like that. Um, Just know that that's all being fed to y'all. Y'all gotta be smart enough to rise above that. So that's point like period is that we need to we need to get ourselves right and um unite so that we can make the changes happen that we want to happen mm-hmm. um so yeah that's kind of my spiel do you have anything you want to add yeah
3: think? i mean i i agree i also um in terms of um backing it up just a little and i'll go quick so we can get into the script writing thing um if you know if to, you know we're going to add more people but also like you know there are organizations when you do want to go protest, Try and link up with someone you know who is a part of that organization, if they have a plan, what everything is. I know a lot of people sometimes just show up and go, but it might be helpful um, whether it's through Instagram or uh, the website or talking to an actual person who will be on the ground if possible so you have an understanding of what the organization's plan is with the march and everything. So you are with a group of people that are well-intended to you know, go to – the city hall or go wherever you know just be careful of some of the like sort of more organic and organized ones that can tend to be a little bit more um can get a little bit out of control either way whenever you're going to protest there'll always be um that and sorry i have some of. i'm trying to get these um notifications off so if y'all hear dings forgive me it is my fault um again Lord Jesus um <laughs> I put my thing on silent anyway so that that's one number two I agree like we as a black community always need to unite and be better stop, you know killing ourselves uh, killing ourselves stop the you know violence but I also I think what a lot of people do on the other end on the other side which is if you're talking to somebody and this is not with us because we're talking about like Fortifying us. What a lot of people, whenever you're in an argument with someone who wants to justify killing, the innocent killing of Black people, as a way to uh, null it, to erase the accountability of those officers. And what Corey was saying is that that's how they use that in that way know when you're in an argument with somebody like that you always remember it's two different things because what they'll try and say is like well y'all killing yourselves it's like so like you know bears kill each other all the time if that bear comes up in my house what the fuck like i'm gonna kill the bear <laughs> like you know what i mean like we you know so it's like there's a in the context of what what we're talking about make sure that when you're in that conversation with people who are trying to justify the death of innocent uh, black and brown people—that it's not the same. And the truth of the matter is, accountability and justice needs to be served to um, police yeah. officers who get away with killing innocent black people. Period. Like end of story. Yeah. And the the thing about that is, like, it, there's just an overwhelming—you see it every day—that it's at a target on the black community. Period. Like if a if if a a If a police officer killed an innocent white woman, chances are that officer will be held accountable. They're not just going to be like, oh, da-da-da-da-da, or a white man, oh, da 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 In every circumstance, the officer needs to be held accountable, period. But that's not happening when it it happens for Black and brown people. And it was designed for that. So whenever people are trying to be like, oh, Black-on-Black violence, it's like, yes, there is Black-on-Black violence. You know, there's white on white violence, there's Asian and Asian violence. There's all sorts of that (laughs) violence. We're talking about how over and over again, someone who is paid by the state that I pay my taxes to is trying over and over again, or is, gets away with, excuse me, all these damn pains, sorry. Gets away with killing innocent people. That's not, that's not cool. And that's not okay. And so, yes again, to bolster what my sis said, we need to unite as a people, period. And unite meaning we need to end violence against each other. We need to support one another, black and brown businesses. We need to do all the things to unite. We need to stop colorism debate. Fuck that. Stop oh, yeah. that. Oh, whatever it is, like unite, whatever we, oh, well, I was born in Africa. I was born in Brazil. I was born in um the UK, but we all, we're all black. <laughs> I don't give up where you were born we are all black in this community across the diaspora this is what's happening across the diaspora period and we need to support each other in that i'm afro-latino i'm afro-german whatever like this oppression shit is real and it's global it's not just the united states so we really need to like Corey was saying come together and make sure that we um Support each other in that, and um, yeah, I'll wait till the end so I won't go too long. But um, there are other like uh, besides uh, Sean King uh, and Tamika Row, Maori. There are lead like I think his name is D. Ray Mackenzie. He's Black Lives Matter movement. There's also Patrice Khan, uh, Coolers co-founder of the Black Lives Matter movement, Alicia uh, Garza and uh, Opal Tometi, another co-founder of the Black Lives Matter movement. These three women came together, was the original um, crea- you know, creators of that with the Trayvon Martin thing. Like there's a whole, but there's the Rainbow Coalition, there's the NAACP, there's the ACLU. There's a whole swath of people who are organized and working together, together, excuse me, I don't know why I said it like that, working together um, and have had, um, Uh, years of organizing. Right. So there Mm -hmm. are plenty of places for us to get the information from. So just Corey gave amazing examples. There are other examples. Um, You know, some people like, I don't like this. I don't like that. Well, sis, there's a whole spectrum of folks who are working together. to to, so let's you know pick one you like that you trust and you know connect with them and see how they're doing from the local stuff to protest but also from the national so if you are blessed in understanding the laws and all what's going on now like you can understand how to press some petitions you know how to look up the legislation that you know in some of these states that are you know in florida there's the stand your ground law you know what i mean that is being abused it's not being used you know I i mean yep that's true we're not you know so they let's, be person, you know, so just in case, just because you're not protesting, there are many ways at different levels we can attack the issue um, as it relates to this. So yeah, that's all I had to say about that.
1: Yes. So everything that you've said is right, y'all. Whew, we have a long way to go, but I am, I am actually excited. I mean, it, it's not a good excited, but I'm excited to see, the ignition of so many people mm-hmm. right now, um, because it's long overdue and yeah, I mean, I wish it was on different circumstances. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: I mean, we got to start somewhere. So let's, let's just, let's get the work done guys. we can't Absolutely. just, we, I mean, at this point, everyone needs to be speaking up. Like, I understand like some of y'all don't want to say something, but like I said, Stop being scared. We can't be scared no more. So everyone needs to be speaking up at least. If you don't want to do anything in the community, speak up. Mm -hmm. Say something. Most of y'all have social media. Use it. Use your platform, guys. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, we can't be ignoring the shit anymore. So even if you're so one thing I've noticed too is if you have a brand, right? If you have a store, you have a podcast like we do, you have any type mm -hmm. of brands, a lot of y'all are scared to say something because you want to ruffle feathers. take a stand. Okay. We're in a point where you need to be taking a stand. Um, fuck that brand, you know, fuck that store. Like you need to, you need to take a stand, um, because it's right is right. And wrong is wrong. Right. Um, and the taking of black lives is wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, and no one is going to get mad at you for saying that. So if you have a brand that has a big platform, you have a store that has a big platform, use that. Um, and don't be afraid of Losing followers or mm-hmm. losing, you know, customers. It, this is more important. We're at, mm-hmm. we're at a point where this is a lot more important than that. So that's just a side, side note. And yep. now we'll move on to next piece of the segment yeah, is yeah, yeah. how to put social justice into your screenwriting work. Or your, if, you're, if you're not a screenwriter or director, or if you're making anything, how to put that into your work. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll talk mostly about screenwriting. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's pretty easy. I mean, what do you want to talk about? Right. Mm -hmm. What do you want to talk about? If You want to talk about police brutality? Um, keep that at the forefront of, um, at the forefront of what you're talking about and then come up with the story, right. Come up with the story, make some characters that are layered. Okay. Make them layered, make them have lives. Like these people had lives, Mm -hmm. um, make them real people and then put them in these situations. Um, that mirror kind of what's going on right now. So, um, and we're going to go into examples of of stuff that does that, or you can mirror it after a real life situation. So if you want to talk about police brutality, um, you can mirror your story after Mm -hmm. what happened to George Floyd, right? So let's talk about, well, let's, let's talk about do the right thing. Do the Right Mm -hmm. Thing, if you guys don't know, is a movie by Spike Lee, one of my favorite movies. And exactly what happened with George Floyd is what happened in Do the Right Thing. Mm -hmm. Do the Right Thing came out in the 80s, y'all. So art imitates life, life imitates art, whatever, Mm -hmm. but you can take real life situations and turn them into kind of a story. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a, a pretty easy way to do it. I mean, I feel like it's, it's, it's not super hard to take Real yeah. life or stuff that you want to talk about and, and insert it into your work. Mm-hmm. But just make sure that you're making these characters layered now, okay? Right. Making them real people so that it can mirror real life. Um, but do you have anything else about kind of that?
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think uh, make sure that we're doing a, uh, oh, and I, we're going to go through the example, so I'll let you do it, but just, you know, reminding people that. You know, you can put social justice in your work, um, whether it's you're blatantly talking about it like that, or even um just creating um especially black characters that are quite frankly like nuanced and layered, just like Corey said, the way other characters are. Unfortunately, because we are living in a such a racist society, no matter what we do as black creatives, no matter what we create, particularly as black characters that we put on stage, is is a protest within itself right because quite frankly this nation was not meant for us (laughs) this nation was not meant to uplift us so every time we put our art out there is a form of protest you know what i mean and it's important that we have all the story shows. So just like we have, you know, Spike Lee's and the John Singletons who have laid, you know, some of the groundwork to some of these stories. We also have to have like the fun stories, like, you know, the brown sugars of the world, like romantic comedy, just people showing black love, like, you know, joy, like coming of age stories. Last week, we talked about a beautiful coming of age story um, with, um, what is it? Blood and Water, where we are just seeing mm-hmm. African young uh, excuse me, South African young people just figuring out life and going through their own personal struggle without it being related to this huge struggle of the black and brown struggle, right? We need to see all of it. We need to see the fun, the good, the bad, the silly, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we, yeah. we need to see a full spectrum of that so that we can show like, there's so much more to us than the struggle, but we also want to show like, the the real life of it. So if you're an artist and you're creating and you're black and brown and you're doing that, like you're already you're already like making a statement because this especially entertainment business, it's like we always had to do stuff separate. We've always had to, and it's now we're seeing the different kinds of you know even in the '90s that we're seeing that sort of acceptance in terms of our stories. But anytime you create something as a black person, you are resisting. So Yeah, that's all I have to say about that.
1: Yes, Mm ma'am. So, yeah, I mean, we're at a time where, you know, a lot of people are thinking, what can I do? What can I do? Maybe what you can do is put this stuff into your work and let's kind of change the narrative. Because we all know um, a lot of things on TV are fake and a lot of things on TV are a part of agenda to try to get us to think a certain way and mm-hmm. let's change that let's put yeah. some real shit into the tv yeah. and that's why a lot of people don't watch tv because they're like mm, that, da, 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 just clown your mind with with, mm-hmm. with stuff It's true a lot of the stuff on there is engineered and to uh, push an agenda and make you think a certain way about things but um let's start putting this stuff into the work and let's start putting the real shit out there um, because we need it right now Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so we talked about Spike Lee. A lot of Spike Lee's mm-hmm. movies are like yeah. this. I would say most of them do the right thing like we talked about. Shy Rack, mm-hmm. which I believe came out a couple of years ago. Yep. Let me get into a synopsis of that. We're not going to get into a synopsis of everything for yeah. sake of time. But, um, Okay, so it was about the murder of a child by a stray bullet. Wow, mm-hmm. um, wow, and a group of women led by Lysistrata. So I'm pretty sure it's is based off something Greek because that's like a Lysistrata. Yes,
3: so it was based yeah. Lysis. Yeah, so I think what the Greek story was basically the women were like, if you guys are going off the war, y'all ain't getting no sex. So we're gonna shut this shit down by like withholding sex as a way of protest to stop, try and stop the men from, I think, going to to war. So I think Chirac was trying to sort of like, I don't want to say revamp it, but it's something similar to that and set in a different time, time,
1: time. Okay. So yeah, I think he, he based it definitely based it off the list story, mm-hmm. but basically um, a child got murdered by a straight bullet and a group of women. Um, they organized against the ongoing violence in Chicago's South side, creating a movement that challenges the nature of race, sex, and violence in America mm-hmm. and around the world. So yeah, that's definitely yeah. Um, a social justice movie. Mm-hmm. Um, also by Spike Lee and then Black Klansmen, which he won his first Oscar for. Couple years ago, yep, yep. which was about um, a black man infiltrating a black police officer in the seventies or something, infiltrating the KKK. Good movie, mm-hmm. I saw it. Mm-hmm. um So yeah, he's one of the people. And then we have Mr. John Singleton, rest his soul. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about Boys in the Hood, which is more of a story, I believe, on like like on black crime and also it did touch on you know a lot of different things like police brutality and um how you know white police treat black men in the hood and Mm -hmm. stuff like that great movie makes me cry all the time yeah but important um and then rosewood which was Mm -hmm. about the first i don't know if it was the first but one of the um one of the first black cities in Florida and how mm-hmm. it was burned to the ground by white folks. Mm-hmm. So, um, because they thought that somebody raped, in the story, in the movie, they thought somebody mm-hmm. raped somebody, but.
2: Mm-hmm. And I'm it was based it.
3: on real life, yeah.
1: Yep, so mm-hmm. Rosewood was a real city in Florida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: I'm not sure where it is in Florida. I should know because I'm from here, but mm-hmm. I'll figure it out, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll look at up. I think Rosewood was the name of the city. I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but go ahead. You can go through the list, I'll look at up.
1: Yes, I think it was. Um, and then Higher Learning, which is one of my fave, fave, fave movies, if you haven't seen it, by mm-hmm. the late and great Mr. John Singleton. Um, Tyra Banks was in it, and she did a good little job. Come on, so Tyra. it's basically about... Um, a college campus mm-hmm. and um, Omar Epson, it. he's an incoming freshman at Columbus university. He's mm-hmm. an athlete. Um, and then it kind of talks about the different facets that we have on campus. So he's kind of coming in as an athlete. And then we have a white guy who's like really weird and awkward. He doesn't know where to fit in. And he starts <laughs> to get in with some skinheads, um, some neo-Nazis. Oh yeah. And
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I see that doesn't go well. And then we have ice he was in the movie and um he's a part of like the black panther um you know black lives matter Mm -hmm. back then crew on campus so it talks about um how omar epps coming in as a freshman deals with whether he should be with the um the black panthers people or whether he just wants to be by himself as a black man and how interacts with the other kid that gets involved with the neo-Nazis. Basically what ends up happening is the neo-Nazi goes crazy because he had mental health issues and he shoots up the campus. Um actually ends up killing Omar Epps's girlfriend played by Tyra right. Banks. Mm-hmm. So that's a really that movie is very, very powerful. I saw that when I was a kid and it's it's something that we just should definitely be watching. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah. And then Judith I don't know if you want to talk about Get Out and Tales from
3: the Hood. Yeah. So I've been, um, I'm not a horror person. I'd be scared. That's the ones i have going So uh, I had to watch uh, tales from the hood the other day, uh, for another podcast that I'm working on, but you know, I think it's interesting that when we talk about putting our sort of our social justice or our struggles or whatever into, um, into our work we forget the different genres and like in horror they've been doing that and for the all the horror geeks out there who've been on this game thank you for being up on it my little soul and my heart could not take all those images i'd be scared guys i'm it's easy to scare so um yeah i just tales from the hood um which was written and directed by um Rusty Cundiff, who was like an actor and a writer who really is still working, by the way, but really throughout the nine, uh, 90s creating um, black art in cinema and film. But um, it's sort of a spin on Tales from the Crypt, which was a British sort of uh, horror show. And um, it goes through this uh, funeral home director taking these uh, drug dealers who come to his parlor to uh gain a score for some drugs but he takes them through different stories of vignettes of the different people that died and one of you know a couple of stories tap into i won't go all into it but taps into one was um goes into the story of a police officer who stood by and watched as um an activist from a community was killed by his other white police officer counterparts he didn't step up and the soul of that um activists, local activists of the community ended up haunting him for, you know, a while um, and ended up getting revenge on the police officers. There's another story of a uh, a senator or someone who's running for the governor's office in political office and living in a house that was purchased by a a woman after slavery. And, um, you know, he's racist and basically these dolls come out of these uh this big photo um and these dolls uh, allegedly it's folklore has the souls of the slaves that were once owned on that home which was a plantation reclaimed by this woman so the dolls attack this man because he's racist and awful and doing awful things in the community you know these stories kind of are the horror stories of sort of like what black and brown people experience every day um then we fast forward to get out you know that was i mean that was a major hit and you know jordan peele did an amazing job of illustrating the fear of you know being black and having our bodies being taken over by white people in the danger that we have (laughs) um that is reflected in Mm -hmm. real life um y'all see get out like go into get into it like it's so much deeper, you know, and it follows David, I think it's Daniel Coulia. Coulia, forgive me, Lord, have mercy.
1: Oh, kalua
3: right. thank you. Up in Black Panther. Sorry, sir. Do not mean to disrespect you one day. You're going to be on the show. I'm just going to speak it into existence. But <laughs> yeah. Um, he, um, yeah, he goes through the story. His girlfriend is white. They go to visit their, uh, his, the parents. And of course, something creepy ha- happens. It's sinister. And it's really him being, You know auctioned off for a white person to enter his body and for him to be in the sunken place and even as he um comes out of that place and is about to leave near the end one thing was interesting that um talib kwali i was listening to him on his um show but that scene he made mention how the moment where if you saw it in theaters at the end after he's like escapes this crazy world the police come and everybody in the movie theater and i think this happened to me when i was in the movie theater too when i saw it everyone was like oh no now nah, he's really gonna die like it was gassed it wasn't like oh the police is here to help him no everybody was like oh he a black man he about to go to jail he about to be really dead dead so it's just like it's a reflection of what we're doing but in a different genre you know um and we see it all the time in comedy, too, whether it's, you know, stand-ups talking about it, you know, the greats talked about it, whether it was, like, Richard Pryor, uh, Dick Gregory, you know, Paul Mooney has some issues. I mean, they don't have issues. But Ooh, yeah. these, you know, and then you see it in the, in, in for the comics to be- come before them, you know, Chris Rock, you know what I mean? Um, Dave Chappelle, The Ch- you know, even comedy, the sketch comedy shows. They do it all the time. If you look, I mean, even in the comedy sitcom, like, you know, all the way from good times down to like blackish, which I think does a great job of hilariously using the family to kind of Mm -hmm. look at some of the social issues that are affecting our time and the family. You know what I mean? So you know, whether it's Key Peel who've been doing it, the Chappelle show, um, now the newer ones, Astronomy Club. If y'all ain't see that on Netflix, it's hilarious. Go see it. Oh um, black oh, lady sketch. So, so smart. There's so there's so many different ways that we are even insecure, um, even though we are in a world where we're like L.A. and, you know, Issa and Molly. They always find a way to have a communication of some of the issues that are in the black community. And it feels still feels genuine. A genuine comedy to the setting that we're in you know what I mean so it doesn't have to be like some of the great stuff that like you know the work that Ava DuVernay when they see us I'll let you I'll let you talk more about that because I didn't see it again scared I'm a baby but um, they, oh,
1: sorry y'all the dogs okay, okay,
3: see they outraged too that's right <laughs> that's right we're tired of it they <laughs> are fed up it. okay <laughs> but yeah there's different ways that we can incorporate it and just to know like you can do it in a way that makes sense to you as an artist and and in a creator and you can do it in a way where if you are creating stories just highlighting black people just know like you already a part of the resistance because we need to see those images of us winning being joyful being bougie being bad and being whatever like all Mm -hmm. of our stories matter and should be should be able to be told and it in creating your story as a black creative or a black story in general you are like you're doing something that was not meant to be meant to happen in entertainment even though I'm not a fan of Tyler Perry that man buying his own studio and turning big boss moves and make i mean that if that ain't resistance i don't know what is period like i'm not even exactly
1: like, exactly guys so that's what we need to start doing
3: yeah when we start doing our own shit and just unapologetically doing that stuff you are automatically a part of that and even like you know justin simeon with dear white people with uh lena Waite with uh the shy queen and slint like all these things all these things but yes, yes. all those say that
1: yes and just to piggyback off of that and then we'll wrap it up y'all sorry (laughs) because it's very important so that's why this is our longest episode but um just to piggyback off of that like what Tyler Perry said like we're in a space where we need to stop looking for acceptance from white people honestly and like we know this industry is dominated by white people and white male in particular so um we need to get out of that Looking for gatekeepers like, oh, I just want them to accept me or accept my script and give me the money. No, no, Tyler Perry. He he don't he don't need that. And even though his shit gets panned by critics, he don't care because he's making his stuff for us. And he did his own shit. He said, "Fuck Paramount. Fuck you know all the other studios. I'm gonna make my own." and he's doing it on his own and y'all can do that so in this industry um i would like us to stop getting out of that you know looking for acceptance looking for the gatekeepers to let me in or you know i need to know the right you know people so they can give me a chance you can make your own chance you know create your own lane and um we're just at a point in time where it's a lot it's not easier but it's gonna be harder but it's it's they've made it um Little bit easier to start to Mm -hmm. figure out how to do that, so you know, make your own lane, guys. Like, don't wait for people to open the door for you. You have to, you are powerful. Okay, Mm -hmm. we are powerful, we can do it. It just takes a little bit more work and a little bit more organization and drive, but we can do it, guys. So, Mm -hmm. that's my little sentiment on black work and art.
3: Yep, yep. So, yeah, with that, we just gonna keep doing what we do, support how we can support you know whether you're in a space to donate where you can we know it's hard out here you know people are in different places whether you are able to get up and go and protest whether you're able to call whether you are able to you know some of you know some of us who are believers to pray some of us who are not to do whatever you want to do you know what i mean it doesn't matter um as long as wherever you're at and, you know, just to remember to take care of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, you know, it's, you know, unfortunately not only were we grieving because of the loss of like over a hundred thousand people due to coronavirus, but now we're grieving the loss because of, you know, the continued um, brutality against black people. Um, you know, it's heavy, it's heavy. And so we're dealing with a lot of emotions. We're dealing with a lot of uh, grief. We're dealing with a lot of trauma, you know, triggering trauma. Like now it's like, Oh, it's, 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 it it can. So whatever you need to do to take care of yourself, to support one another. So, and to hold people accountable for the wrong that they do, you know, let's do that and help each other and, and continue to, um, do that and if and if your way of doing that is also by creating keep writing doing the stories like you know do that too like you know look at it from um well I'm looking at it from a broad perspective however you look at it do whatever you can do to do it you know what I mean I'm not here to judge how you do it I'm just saying let's let's do it together and hopefully we can connect with some of the organizations um so that we can there can be a more um you know Str- strategic approach to it because i don't have all the answers in terms of that but i do know that there are organizations who are build who have built this infrastructure who are working on it and who are continuing to do that so hopefully that can encourage all of us to do something uh where we're at and um really you know not only encourage one another but to really do something to really um you know attack what's what's, what's going on it's, it's too long and it's too much so
1: exactly Exactly, guys. So we hope that we gave you guys the tools to um, do whatever you can. And um, the information was good. I hope the information was good. And I hope y'all feel empowered and ready to get out there. Sorry, y'all. I hope y'all feel <laughs> so empowered and ready to get out there and make some changes and do what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have all of the links to the resources mm-hmm. in our description for the yep. episode. We're going to have um, Brianna's website on there, Ama's website, Georgia's yep. website, and then other links to different um, organizations that do like protests and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so like NAACP, Black Lives Matter, and then like a video from Team Vogue of how you can get involved. Video mm-hmm. thing, not a video, a link from Team Vogue and a link from ACLU. Mm-hmm. And then I have uh, Tamika Mallory's Instagram on there so that you guys can um, just watch her video. She's also a really smart and beautiful black woman mm-hmm. who is on the front line. She's an activist. So yeah. just follow her anyway. <laughs> yeah. But um, if you want information about how to start your own protest if your city is not stepping up, then
3: uh you can go to her instagram for that yeah i think um, she's um related to reverend al sharpton i don't know if it's the daughter oh for real yeah i think so i could be wrong if i'm wrong y'all forgive me um but i think she's been she's been doing it for a long time it's pretty much what i'm trying to say so yes. yeah
1: yes so yeah definitely look to her um other people that you guys can follow on instagram if you want information is sean king is kind of like a journalism type person to me. He kind of, he gets me all information quick and fast and in a hurry. Mm-hmm. So, um, and he also organizes a lot too. Um, mm-hmm. Where's the Islam? Somebody else that you guys can follow. So there's a whole bunch of different people that you can follow yeah. there.
3: Um, D-Ray McKesson.
1: Yep. And mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, that you can follow to kind of get the information that you need. If you need help on just kind of figuring things out and organizing your thoughts and organizing what's going on, mm-hmm. they really and explain what's going on for you because i know yeah. it's confusing and it's a lot yes so yeah yeah, yeah. guys um, description yeah. or links will be in the description um and yeah just stay safe y'all yeah. stay smart stay educated and stay woke i hate that word yeah. but say woke out here and stay fired up yeah. um the marathon is not over as sir Nipsey would say yeah not, you got a lot of work to do but just do let's get out there and just do
3: yeah 100 just
1: meet just meet just meet us
3: wherever you at that's all Mm -hmm. yes yeah and hit us up on um the socials i know we're we're super active thanks to corey um active (laughs) on tinseltown at tinseltown tea on instagram if we missed anything hit us up we're happy you know put up put some in our stories like share information you know we're all about that like we're not perfect we don't know everything you know if you disagree you're allowed to disagree hey exactly you know as long as we you know coming together to um fight the foolishness you know we're gonna disagree disagree with a purpose not just be an asshole
1: yeah if you're gonna disagree disagree with uh having an opinion but right is right and wrong is wrong (laughs) like you can't disagree with something that's wrong okay i'm gonna say that (laughs) facts so So, um, yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah hit us up on there um like i said we're trying to get our twitter together but instagram is super active right now so hit us up on there
2: mm-hmm. um like
1: i said dm us if you were interested in the books that i was talking about earlier about how to educate yourself
2: mm-hmm. and
1: yeah i think that's it y'all mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what else to say i mean i'm pray for all of us
3: yeah 100 we're gonna make it y'all
1: we will and with that we're wrapping up another episode thank y'all for rocking with us thanks for all the new subscribers we have yeah please leave us ratings and reviews y'all we have mostly five-star ratings as we should (laughs) but uh we would like more (laughs) just so um you know other people can see the work that we're doing and um um, because we want to get this information out to people so leave us ratings leave us reviews we're down for all types of feedback
3: um and yeah that's that's it Take care,
0: y'all. Bye. Our team at Period Network would really appreciate it if you could support this company during a time when so many businesses are struggling. This episode is brought to you by Stephen Arcos Yoga. Stephen teaches yoga all around LA and is currently hosting pay-what-you-can yoga classes via Zoom every single day. Classes are accessible for everybody, no matter what level your yoga practice is at. What's special about Stephen is that he cares about the journey of each student. It's amazing working with him and seeing your own improvement from class to class. It's a great way to stretch out those muscles and connect with yourself and your community. Go follow Stephen Arcos Yoga on Instagram for the Zoom links to his class. That's at Stephen with a A V-A-R-C-O-S yoga.